What's good, what's good, what's good in the hood? Welcome back to another episode of the Good in the Hood Podcast. I am, as always, your host, Juice. Join with the brother, Jay Black, as always. Nah. And, man, special, special guest, man. The bro, man, one of the day ones for show, man. My boy, Charles, man, Traps. I'm saying, what's going on, birdie? Man, blessed to be here, man. Blessed man. to see another day, man. We're talking, talking about a mindset coach. We're talking about a... Uh, entrepreneur, we're talking about uh, multiple hats you wear. Here go the thing. Here go the thing. If you ain't seen him, you yeah. will. That's yeah. I'm gonna put it like that. If you ain't yeah. seen him, yeah. you will. It's gonna be all right. I'm saying, Fat Man interview on the training. We can make this shit happen. Because you're a mindset coach. You saying that's like, Absolutely. and that why we did your bio is dope to see. Cause I'm like before we t- before we started recording. I was like, yeah, we know each other forever. You know what I'm saying so yeah. forever. So back when I, back when we was first kicking it, you was always an active nigga who was like, but you love this. It was fun for you. It was always just fun for you just running around and shit. You love just jumping around. So like to see you now morph that shit into like a career and a brand is super dope. How did you find that mindset for yourself? Well, truth, truth be told, man, like, I feel like I always had that mindset. Even like when I was a shorty in like grammar school, going to Lexington, like right. I always had fun running around racing, like being competitive. And just that mindset was cultivated over so many years. You know, I got to high school, you know, that was my actually my first year playing football. And my, my folks didn't let me play because they thought I was gonna get hurt. I was small as hell, like I was small. Yeah, like, yeah he was small. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, we used to put burgers on the grill, lift in my backyard, and play catch facts. on cement because I had a long yeah. facts. But yeah, man, just like over the years, it just got continue getting better, keep continuing better. Then you know, obviously. Life throws you, you know, lemons. You either make lemonades or you sell it for something else, you know. So I just chose to take what life threw me. And, for sure. And, and, now. and I gave that brief introduction of you. Like, how would you introduce yourself to the world? Like, when, when you, when you, when you promote yourself, what, what do you, what do you put out there for people to uh, to understand who you are? Uh, usually, something around the lines of, you know, it's your boy Traps, CEO and founder of Training Day Fitness and Performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I specialize in mindset. Uh, mindset, uh, coaching, online fitness, and then obviously I'm pursuing the, the Olympics too. So you know, I always yeah. throw that stuff up in there. That's huge. That's uh, man. As, 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 on some bodybuilding side of the Olympics, we try to do the, the Olympics. Uh, rugby. Actually, we do rugby. Yeah, oh, that's, see, see, you, you still have fun with it. It's like that's something I wouldn't even prepare for you to say rugby. Yeah, I was like, he doing some bodybuilding. He gonna do some because you been you be out here with the. He already. He, he's yeah. dead, but you gotta remember, he did that already. Like, uh, facts, facts. remember what was that? Twenty fourteen, maybe he had did. Everybody was doing that one sideways on the pole. <laughs> and I just remember him posting. He was like, "Wow, this is such a super big deal to y'all." And then he just did that, John. I was like, "Dang, man, just going crazy." But even uh, even in the Marine Corps, I remember uh, before I even served. I just remember going, I used to look at you, and it was like one day y'all had a dip challenge going on. Yeah. And then I remember when you first walked up to the bar, and I'm like, they have no, no idea. idea. He finna make their ass look stupid. And I want to say, I was looking at the video, you did like dips for almost a minute and a half before you slowed down. Yeah. 
just to kind of like hit their ass. Like, all right, well, what's the record on the five? All right, you knocked that out. And it went on like your day was nothing. I went, I was like, yo, I got to give me some of that. Man, I got to get Thanks, man. That's all up here, man. That's it. Yeah. And, and how, how'd your time over there, like, change your mindset? Because even, like, even like we sit here talking about it, like, you... Much you say you was look at you, bro. You know what I'm saying, nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, bro. Guys out here, I'm saying different, bro. I'm saying it's different. So like, getting that mindset to like be disciplined and staying at that shit for so many years. I remember you born in New York and doing the. You know what I'm saying off the off, off the uh, stoplights. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> I'm saying that kind of yep. shit, like just random. Like, I'm walking down the street. I'm gonna just hit this shit real quick. Pull up, it's on y'all ass. Like. Like that shit is fun for you. So what? What drives that to? What What makes it fun for you? I guess is the question. So, truthfully, I just love the grind, bro. Right. Like it's really that simple. Like for me, I love the fact of you know working hard, regardless of what's gonna come. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be good, whether it be bad, I just love the fact of getting in there and you know, regardless of what I got going on, putting my best foot forward every day, going in there sweating, putting in work. Because I know something gonna come from it. Hundred percent. You know, I'm not. I'm not too concerned about when it's gonna happen because it's all God's time, of course. You know, but yeah. I truly like when you talk talk about a person that just fell in love with the process. Like I just fell in love with the process, like in love. With because like one thing, one thing about your grind is like because I think everybody has this also. Like people think it's overnight success, but I remember. And you done had like two, three gyms at least, like already on your own, and like you, you up and down Seventeenth and Maywood, flipping tires, and people like training that, like doing that work, like, like. What's your what what's, what's your what's your dream goal of it all? Like you, you want to have like your own uh, own gym, your own like your own show, your own series, or like, what's what's like the the ultimate like this is it? This is what I know I've accomplished what I've been doing my whole life. The the Olympics for sure, and then the obviously, Olympics, obviously, obviously especially yeah. in rugby, that'd be yeah. stupid hard, bro. Like, that'd be yeah. it, it was it was more so like like one of my my main my main friends like he played for Team USA. We talk like pretty almost every day, and he introduced to it. So he was like, "Hey, you ever thought about playing rugby?" I'm like, no. first of all, I didn't know what the hell that was. I'm like, well, right. rugby. From rugby like, is intense. Yeah, so I looked into it, and I'm like, okay. I mean, they can do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can do that. I can do that shit. Like, you know. And that's that's how I got into it. That's like great A athleticism. That's like 100. percent It's it's great A teamwork. Yeah. And it's great A teamwork and communication. The only reason I knew was um some of my Samoan homies. Like when I tell you, they're like, and they're such a tight knit group already. And even like even poly people, but I just remember my all of my homies they were Samoan and like they had a little squad and I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. let me play that with y'all. I'll run y'all over. Wrong. Nah. You don't know how to communicate. You don't know how to work with it. See, and then like, but you don't like. You really learn something not only about the people who you're with, but you learn something about you. Like, yeah. what are, what am I good at? What are my shortcomings that I might need somebody to? Because like, it's not like football where one elite person really might make that difference if everything lines up like in rugby everything can line up for you you still might take that in. yeah yeah like it's a fight the whole time you, you gotta have, you gotta have grit and if you ain't got that grit and like this is my thing though like a lot of cats i play with they've been playing since they was five right some of them have been playing since high school grammar school whatever it was though 
But me being the person I am, I went out there with attitude. Like, yeah, you got the skill, but can you outwield me? Unreal. Like, you got this, you've been playing this long. But this is a way of life to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm out here, you don't know what I had to go through and overcome to get here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I carry it on my shoulder every day. I go into practice, no bad intentions. Like, I, I'm like, I'm here. It's business, it's personal. It's that Maywood thing. That got to be what it is. You know, we trying to figure out like, there's something wrong, wrong with me or something. You come from, we, we, but not, you, you come from his, so much. His pops got that grit though. Okay. Yeah. The whole so family. If you if you if you really look at it, like you know, sometimes like. <laughs> you know, we, we all have, have like our gifts in this world. Stories like that. I mean, yeah, yeah, like yeah. think about it. Because I, I used to always go, I'm like, man, juice, mute, like music and writing, that was always your thing. But I remember like when I used to be stuck on something, or all the time I used to be, if it wasn't for him, I really wouldn't have knew what to lift in the gym that first couple of years in high school. And I just, yeah, and I just remember going, I'm like, hey. You know how to use all of these. I'm like, I give you a spot. That's the, one, that's the one thing you never find when you need it. I'm like, I give you a spot, but I'm like, can you teach me? And like, even at such a young age, he was like, oh man, this is this. But you don't want to incline press if you just did the bench yeah. press. And I'm like, man, I just want to be, I just want to be swollen up to stop. Now you had the genetics though, man. Like I was, I was like scrawny as hell. It was your ass. You, know you, you had no stop button no off. Yeah. Jump. And you, it so, was, once you started, <laughs> it was over. Yeah, so, I, remember, I remember one time, we was fucking around, play wrestling. I'm like, yo, Charles, bro, it's going through. <laughs> <laughs> yo, bro. I remember that. Remember how mad they got at him when he didn't wrestle in the winter? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wrestling was, that was a different host. <laughs> they was like, well, why won't you join the wrestling team? Yeah, that shit. Uh, I, 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 I survived the survive like wrestling team for two months. I survived on the wrestling team for two months, man. Alright, so I got I got a quick one for you. What's do thus far in your life? Because you know we all I ain't gonna say everybody age, but we all in that 30 range. What do you think has probably been the most difficult challenge you have to overcome? Man, look myself in the mirror mm -hmm. and realize that I ain't got my shit together as much as I think I do. So I've been there. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. the, that's the real shit I can say. Like, 100%. Like we, we give so much energy to one thing. And we think because we are 100% in that one area, that doesn't carry over to every other area. We got to give 100 here, 100 here, 100 here. You know what I'm he, saying? He can <laughs> attest to it for me. <laughs> you know it's funny how you say 100% the one. I remember being so into the army mm -hmm. until I didn't get my way and things ain't go my way. And y'all know how I am. You can only talk this shit for so long. Once I know it's time for me to be a battle, mm -hmm. oh, I get real high and mighty. And I just remember going, oh, fuck these niggas in the army. Fuck this, that, the other. I got so much more shit going on for me back home. And then, like, I remember getting out. And it wasn't that I didn't have shit going on back here. Like, so many people, wonderful people. I remember even when I came home, he was like, hey, if you need something, come by see me. And I'm just like, man, I got to praise the cat, Chris. Yeah. I remember bumping into Chris. Chris was like, man, if you need anything, come. Like, so many people. But the thing was, the one thing I probably needed, like, I just missed the camaraderie out of it. And I'm like, damn, I was so all in the Army. I never realized, like, man, once you get out, 
you might miss it. And like, I mean, today I really don't miss it because I got like shit like this. Mm -hmm. I just, I go to the gym yeah, all day, every day when I want to, but like, man, it was certain yeah. parts of it. So it's, it's, you it's, say, it's, it's that good old like grass ain't greener. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's always something you're going to miss whatever you're the person. It, it is, but you know, like, um, like we were saying off camera, it just becomes such a big part of you. Like, yeah. I really didn't have to be an individual and say what you want to waking up and not having to worry about what the fuck to wear yeah. is such a underrated <laughs> thing in society. Like they like honestly they always be like, no matter what branch you go in, right place, right time, right uniform, and you'll be all right. That's it. That's it. Man, I knew how to lay look, they only you only have like five <laughs> outfits to choose from. It ain't that hard. I do whatever it's the formal the information. And all those sales, keep your extra shit in your cow. I was always with the right uniform and it's like, yo, you know, um I made so many friends there, you know, um I fell in love there. I had my first ass whooping, and like, you know, ain't nobody really kicked my ass before the army. Like, I done had a few scuffles and dust yeah, ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the army, I really got my ass kicked a few times. And it was, and it humbles you, because you know, when they first get you out of basic, you think you the baddest motherfucker out there till you meet somebody who might be the baddest motherfucker. That, that's, that's a great it's question. Like, it's like 15 to 20 of them motherfuckers, too. Like, it ain't just one. That's a whole squad, like a whole company. All, he buddies. might be the runt of the litter. Exactly. <laughs> Even worse of the best. Like, damn. No, that's so. not, that, that's really said that though. Because I, I wound up getting out with the first three black belt. Mm -hmm. But, bro, I, when I was in my gray belt, when I tell you I was getting my ass handed to me. Left and right? I'm like, damn. I'm like, I don't know. And I'm like, technically, I'm sound like, yeah. like everything, almost everything. I'm like, damn. And he only one belt up. But you know, it's not about the bills, it's about that person mm -hmm. and the wisdom. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what it comes down what, to. What he, what he been knowing, what he been mm -hmm. training. You know, um, I know it was big for the Marine, but like every one of the militaries, they have a different fighting style. Yeah. And they have tournaments. And I remember like these tournaments would be so big, so hardcore. Like people, we, a bunch of us went out like me. I wasn't finna sign up for no classes. But I did just want to check out and see like what the different gyms had to offer. And I remember one guy, he had a little bit of experience in jujitsu. But like this one guy, like the leader of this gym told him, he was like, hey, if any of y'all want to join, you sit in a year before you do any grappling. And like he had no humility about him. Like when I said this gym, this gym turned out maybe two people who are currently in the UFC. Because it's a Gracie gym down, right down there in El Paso. And if you know anything about mixed martial arts, but like, like he, you got to have that humility. You got to be mad enough to look yourself in the mirror and be like, hey, you might not be half of what you think you are. And then like he said too, and like, you know, I know like God might have something better in store for you later, but not to get too off topic. Yeah, you good. That's you know, perfect. What, made, what really humbled me, bro, is when I, so it go from the tan belt. The gray, green, brown, black. Mm -hmm. I was a brown belt, getting ready to go to black. I got my ass handed to me by a green belt. <laughs> With the but he but to my defense, he was a black belt in jujitsu for seven yeah. years. Yeah. Outside of that, you know what yeah. so he wanted them people, exactly. like, literally, and that's yeah. why you don't know who you. That's what I man said. Like, bro, I was like, damn, I'm like I shake his hand. I'm like, man, you got it, bro. Yeah. I'm like, I couldn't. And shout, out, and shout out to them people. Like uh, you know, I always uh, had to hit up my boy Michael Jai White. I go like. Yeah. What it takes to actually get a black belt in any outside of the Americanized versions, and don't sleep on some of these Americanized versions as they get better and more intense. But 
A lot of these martial arts, what it takes to get a black belt, the average person just really wouldn't wouldn't hassle with. Endurance, man. Mm -hmm. They endure a lot mentally. It's, you know, it's 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 really all mental, bro. It's like your body give up on me for your people. Mind, people don't like hearing, and a lot of people don't like hearing you wrong or you're not great. Like you know, we live in such a gratification society like me and you talk about it with social media all of the time so come people, on let's talk about oh it. please let's so talk about it go ahead jacks comments yeah, and pats on the back and the first time somebody, somebody right. tell you you guy but you want to walk around there mad you want to shoot up the whole world over somebody else's thoughts about you <laughs> when, really, when honestly you might come on like and i don't, i hate to pick on pretty people but you know some people have been beautiful all their life and all they hear is oh you so pretty you so this you yeah. so that well, I'm gonna let you know something. By the time you turn 30, you better have some fucking personality. Hey, go back to what Traps was saying about the weapon players who doing for since they was five years old. Like when somebody else come up with more fight than you, what you gonna do? Like you can be pretty your whole life, but when a bad bitch walk in the room, what's gonna happen when somebody? What's gonna happen when somebody pretty, but they grew up in a town where beauty don't matter? So they learn yeah. how to play the violin. They learned how to play the sport. They, they learned how to be a multifaceted person. Meanwhile, you ain't been no but cute your whole life. Like at, at the end of the day, like your money, your looks, like all that shit is removable. No, this social you media, but this this social media stuff, like you know, yeah. granted, and like I say, I love that we live in a society where women can do so many great things with their bodies and do it how and what they want to but like sometimes i go are we really sexualizing ourselves just to get likes is that does that make you feel better like sometimes i really ask myself these questions when i be scrolling through yeah. these pages because yeah. do you ever look through just a random person's comments it's always you know how the trolls be and don't i get on them but you know like a troll would be like you really ain't that pretty you really could have got your body done. I bet you don't go to the gym. Another thing, another thing I want to everybody get they like for real because like you know people out here getting their body done, and I don't know who's put this out there, but I'm glad you're here. As a certified kinesiologist, please tell the public when you get your body done, you have to work out to support all of that structure that you've now reconfigured. But put it more scientifically for them. <clears throat> so. If, if they choose to get their body done, we live in a choice world, bro. <laughs> Just to set the record straight, because people, some people, a lot of people do know, I'm not actually certified. You're certified. I'm gonna tell you <laughs> why. You're certified. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why you're certified. Okay. The, the, yeah. Hold on, let's go there. Yeah, let's go there real quick, Juice. Nike, <laughs> oh, yeah. East Bay, East Bay. <laughs> how many, how many <laughs> professional athletes have contacted yeah. you? How many people contact you online on a daily? Just because the the high powers that be that don't want to let nobody into the school because you don't have a hundred thousand dollars don't want to say you are like you you really we just talked about two times you were on the pole doing unhuman feet. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this right now. I'm sure the rock. You ain't done a tough either. mutter. You no, been pole. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the rock ain't certified either, bro. I'm sure. No, I, I just like to put it out there. So oh, I don't yeah. want people to be like, and, that, and oh, for yeah, me it works yeah. though. So I don't, I don't ever want people to be like. Oh, he bragged about being certified oh, yeah, because sure. he's not. You know, some people like hate, they, they need yeah, that for, for another reason to hate, like, yeah. like jealous or envy. But I'm not certified, you know. But at the end of the day, yeah. To answer your question, Jay, if you do get surgery to maintain it, yes, you do have to work out. Perfect. You know, and but the thing about it is, like, when you get those surgeries and you don't work out, it's coming back. The, the surgery that you had 
the after effect, it's gonna look the same as far as them areas. But everything else is gonna be unproportioned. Mm-hmm. Fat, you still won't be still gonna get fat. You gonna have a, a stomach. You know, you don't get more cellulite. It's, it's just the nature of the beast. So you gotta maintain the upkeep yourself. You know? Oh, and Lord willing, we all gonna live to be old one day. You don't want to be old with a whole bunch of fat and areas God didn't put it. And then your sperm, you know, like it's not science says the bones are going to get weaker and more brittle. I hate brittle. Instagram, but I want Instagram to stay around just so I can see how these motherfuckers look when we 70. I know some people, they was like, yeah, my six weeks is up, I'm about to, or five weeks is up, however long it take them to heal, they back out there popping pills, they done been to Miami two or three times, and I'm pretty sure, uh, yeah, man, pretty sure we not supposed to be traveling like that, but but kind of going back to uh, y'all military experience, and like, Mm -hmm. in that aspect real quick, like, when you guys got back home, I'm saying, from the military, how soon did you realize, like, damn, I'm, I'm different. Like, I'm not, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not who I was when I left here. Like, I've, I've, I've added more to my life. These experiences have changed me in ways. Like, what, like, how fast did, y'all, did it hit y'all? Shit, it took me a minute. For me, it ain't even, it wasn't even getting out the military. I realized that. I realized yeah. that coming back home during the military. This, okay. you know, what I'm saying, like, coming where we come from, like, being around mothers that. Yeah. Sell, sell drugs, you know, yeah. gang members and shit. We just let's keep it a buck. I'm mm-hmm. saying that's what it is, what it is. You know what I'm saying? I realized that, and it was never no malice towards them people, but it was like, man, I got a different mentality now. I got a different mind. Certain things I gotta yeah. slow down. Exactly. This this not conducive to what I need need to be right. doing. Mm-hmm. It's what I want to do because these are my people. Right. I love them even to this yeah. day. 100%. But this is not gonna help me. This is gonna take me down the road. I don't really want to really? go down. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's backtracking. Yeah, it's back. It's backtracking at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But I, I realized that, like, just coming home, like a few times I came home while being in the service. You know what I'm saying? And when I really got back after I got out in 2013, I'm like, man, I'm still doing the same things that I was doing when I was in the military, getting up at five, yeah. you know, running three, four miles, hitting right. push-ups to every corner. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I remember seeing when I was running from Harlem like to to 25th. Like, this nigga really out here. No, this <laughs> is. To, today was supposed to be what I call an active rest day where you just kind of walk, take it easy. Next thing, you know the hill. Yeah, I walked down the path. I went up the hill. I jogged down. Next thing you know, I'm literally back at the hill. And I'm like, damn, how did you run? It don't... Yeah, man, it's- the amount of coffee. You always make fun of me for how much coffee this I drink. That was in the coffee. <laughs> Bro, I've never had coffee. But tell them, tell them the extreme lengths people to go to to oh, stay away. Sure. Sunflower yeah, seeds. Yeah, sure. The so, worst one I seen was somebody put hand sanitizer under their eyes and then sniffed it. But it's different though. Like we, you know, what I'm saying like I've been deployed to Afghanistan. You, I, I, you've been deployed. I had to do a pickup. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. like it's different when you preparing to go to a third world country, like a break, yeah. break, other than like working a fucking job nine to five. Yeah. Like, you, you got you got brothers and sisters that your job is to keep them safe and vice versa. So you might be on a twelve hour shift, a twenty four, a forty eight, seventy two. You got to stay the fuck up. I remember being on post. You know what I'm saying? That guard at a uh, cop pain in Afghanistan. We sitting. We was on post for forty eight hours. Just sitting waiting. Just sitting there waiting. We uh, at night, at the mili- every military branch will tell you hurry up and wait. But even going back to what you say, like going in somebody else's backyard. Where and the thing is, you're not traveling with rounds. I don't know how people see it, 
you're not traveling with no rounds in your well maybe for the marines it's different we ain't travel with no rounds and our guns immediately because we went commercial into germany and then from there they made us go over why they do it like that don't ask me i do not appropriate the tax dollars don't get mad at me over this people <laughs> but it, like you don't tr like you get your load when you get there and even worse than like we in somebody else's backyard and you just don't know like you go i go in certain parts of chicago if i don't know anybody there <coughs> back of the yards <coughs> little village fast. I just okay. don't feel, I don't feel right. I can't stop taking a nap there. I can't pee there without looking over my shoulder every five seconds. I, I'm not going to say I don't want to be there. I would like to be anywhere where I'm welcome. But when you know you're not really welcome. Right. Like me, I got the paranoia of being a bouncer. So it's much less degree than y'all, but the paranoia be on me. Like I don't be, like, what is the balloon loose for the homeless uh, squeak recipe squeak? Uh, and I was out of there immediately after the balloons went up. Like, oh, I'm out. Because I don't know nobody in here. It's too weird. <laughs> People I knew, I hug them, show love. <coughs> but. But I left. Uh, I left. It was y'all left. Real, it was like, it's I'm nice. like, I was there for you, Moon. On the real. Like, on the real. Two other people, man. I'm good after that. I'm like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's crowd. Like, but it, face, it, so it, it's that feeling. Ten times over. I and you imagine. really can't sleep. Yeah. I know um, one of the weirdest things to me, too, is like, um, I'm not a parent, so I really don't understand that love, but like, some of the cries, like you hear from parents and children on different, because Everybody's always so fucking close. Everybody, that's why everybody know everybody's business. But like hearing people, kids, like some of them cries will get stuck in your head. I told you when um, we took that one family and had to break them apart. Like that shit, honey. Huh? Like some of that shit. Yeah, but coffee, coffee makes me a better person because I don't like mornings. So why I joined the military? Don't ask me. I don't like mornings. But coffee like helps me be a much nicer person in the morning. You know, you only know me from mornings working out, but y'all remember yeah, school. I'm a, I'm I ain't a, talking to him about ten. Like, well, we didn't talk. We, man, we, <laughs> I, I didn't talk, talk to like let's break. I'm like, I'm like, what up, John? He's like, what up? <laughs> I didn't talk to John until we got to what's it, Mister Trippetti? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> We got the Mr. Petty class, John. Like, oh, yeah, man, what's up? Man, you know, <laughs> he's not lying. He's not lying. Got no more he's not lying. But the coffee hole. First, first, you know, first course was never no, no talking. That's hilarious. Not the, and, like I say, coffee occurs for the people out there. Because y'all see me, I go up and down a lot. But at this point, it's fun for me. But coffee is a Challenge. huge. No, because it is. It's really like when I watch that one show. And then, like, challenge these trainers to gain a whole bunch of weight. Like, I was just gone for 30 days, and I told you, Juice, I literally ate fast food every day. Man, y'all got me crying laughing. I literally ate fast food every day, but now I'm finna see, can I get it off at 45 this time? Because, you know, like, I go, if these are the people that they putting on TV, I'm not great. I know a couple of tricks or two, or, you know, I might could show a person a thing or two, but coffee... Yeah. Huge appetite suppression. Then after that, it's going ahead to get you some water. And I tell you what, if you don't lose weight from your appetite getting smaller, you're gonna pee so many times. You're gonna lose weight from the steps. So it's a freebie, y'all. Well, yeah, my homies was on there. Uh, Corey Taylor, man, shout out to CT, man. Uh, it's all uh, fit the fat the fit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my homies on this. So yeah, dope, man. Yo, and, and talk, talk about that, bro. It's like you also like. 
even though you very active yourself and getting yourself yourself right, you've also evolved into like we said from the beginning, a mindset coach. So you also are giving these tools to others the way John was just, just was giving it out just then. Like, what got you into that? What made you want to give back and help others? It was more so. It was an experiment that I made with myself. Like nobody knows this other than other than my cousin. I told him I was like, man, I want to see what happened if I shift my mindset. Mm. I was homeless at this time. Mm. This was 2014, 2015 when I told him this. You know what I'm saying? So some people think it's just something that just came just now. Oh, I've been doing this shit since 2014, 2015. Yeah, sure. And I was like, man, I found out that if people can see themselves, how other people see them versus how they see themselves. That's automatic. That's that's a hack right there. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because some people see themselves for where they are right now. Yeah. Everyone else see you for where you could be. It's real. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, wow. It's really that simple. You know. It's real. And once people understand that faith doesn't make it easy, faith makes it possible. So faith and doubt cannot exist. They cannot mm -hmm. coexist in the same area. Cannot. Is it you gonna be faithful? You gonna be fearful? There's no in between. It's really no in between at all. You know what I'm saying? And once Your I'm, mind only registers two things: either get in or get exactly. out. Exactly. That's just like when, when you when you feel scared and when you feel excited. It's the same damn feeling. Mm -hmm. We tell our, we tell our bodies what the process is. You mindset. know what I'm saying? It's my it's mindset. mindset, and it's so many different. Like it's not something that can be done overnight, though. What uh, what struggle? It's funny that you say that because every my bad. Every time I get afraid of something, and me and you talk about how many dumb decisions I make in life, Juice, but every time I really get afraid of something, I really try to dive in there. Yeah. Half the time, not all the time, but half the time, I wind up having way more fun than I do being scared. Now, the other half of the time, I probably should have been afraid, and, um, you know, that's just the normal humanity, but y'all know I ain't normal. Y'all hear the shit I say every week. So. <laughs> but, like, even going, even going back to, like, the, the training process for you, like, Cause you you've been doing like even like the the workout classes for like years now at a certain point. Hold on, it put the Chicago spin oh, on yeah, the workout yeah. class. First one I heard do that. He had the I, you see you see the Atlanta dude I, I down there with the, the white me down on the cycling. You see all the Cali people with they different kind of trends, but like yeah. first person I see throw some Chicago and some yeah, juke music at really that. Real. Cause if you don't know about juke music, you ain't grow up up here, man. But what got you? What got you started? What was most inspiration to that? And like, yeah. So, what got what got me really into doing that was was my homie DP. So shout out to DP and the whole Heat family. Dev. No, 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 no. DP, Darrell Patterson. Okay. So he does what I believe is the hottest, like, full body functional class on the planet. Reason being, you know, obviously it's just it's just it's an attitude, it's a style. But that's really what gave me the inspiration to do it. You know what I'm saying? And then obviously I didn't want to like steal his moves. Right. So I reached out to him, I was like, hey man, you know, you mind if I, you know, teach teach your heat class up here in Chicago? But, you know what I'm saying? I put a little Chicago spin on it and put the it's juice up in there. And that's really where it came from. That's all right. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, damn, like this shit works. You know, people that's love it. Right. And that speaks to that because they having fun. Like, yeah. like it, it go back to what you said earlier. Like when you having fun doing something, you ain't worried about oh how many calories am I burning? I'm sweating. I can't breathe. You just yeah. having fun. Like you don't even realize that you about to damn near pass out. And as adults, and as adults, and as adults, that's one thing we really don't do. Like I don't know about y'all, but I go out of my way 
to have fun at least two times a week. Like you gotta, sometimes you just gotta get out of that, that stress and all of them cortisol levels ain't gonna do nothing but build up. It'll make you stress eat. It'll cause unnecessary fat and you can double down on them. I'm telling you, like have fun, get you some sunlight in your life. That way you're not so sad and depressed, good source of vitamin D, but do, you got to do all that shit, man. And going back to that conversation you have uh, with Justin DP, that speaks back to your fear versus faith. And it takes hella confidence to, hey, I fuck with what you're doing. But let, let me you uh, do it, do my spin on that shit, bro, in Chicago. So, like, that also speaks to, like, this brand you're building. So, like, even even with your, your website, I'm looking at right now, like, like just seeing everything you offer as far as mindset change and fitness and performance with training day. Talk about, like, Talk about how you built that from doing those heat classes in the in the in the in the audience you have now, the following you have now. So truthfully, training day, I was originally Trap House Fitness. Trap House Fitness, right? That's what I was. Feel like since yeah. like 2017, something like that. But training day is something I've been saying since two, like 2014, because every sure. day is training day. Word. But you gotta understand the, the mentality behind it. You know, every day is an opportunity to be great at. If you can create everything, you create something. something. Exactly. <laughs> Put your best foot forward. Every day is not going to be 100%. It's, it's, it's impossible. It's unknown. That will make you God. And nobody's God. You know what I'm saying? So that, like, training day was something that I, I was like, man, I sat down one day. I was like, I want to re rebrand, re uh, redo the brand. I'm like, my training day. That did, um, really cool. Did social media kind of play a part in you wanting to rebrand or... Was it a, more of a personal thing? It's more of a personal thing. All right. Yes. Yeah, so, so just to kind of skip over real quick, I seen one of the the notes for today. It was like adapting to social media or adjusting. That's cool. I'm next. Yep. You know what I'm You want to dive into that right now? Oh, you can do, go ahead. Feel free. So when I seen that, I automatically do the answer. I don't. I don't adapt. That's dope. I don't adjust. I make it adjust and adapt to me. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? I do little things here and there to make my brand more presentable. A little bit better, getting a few more eyes. Though, and day I'm still gonna be myself. And that's important because this you know is saying? a very copycat society now. So do you all that shit the same, bro? All that shit. All that shit. So do you feel like it doesn't really? Because you know, um, we we don't talk to like different people or just different people I talk to, and like I get two different ends of the spectrum. Either like they feel like man, it's this great tool because it is. It's free advertising. Do you think like it comes with this like weight that it adds to you or? Is it just one you just go, hey, it's up there if it's up there, and you leave it be? I feel like it. if you accept that way, yeah, it yeah. is. But if you choose not to, it don't have to. You know what I'm saying? Some people get wrapped into women being half naked, the mm -hmm. men being half naked, you know, people doing this, people doing that, though. I just, I, you know it, it's, for me, like, it's easier to be off because it's like, hey, yeah. these things can't bother you if you don't like. I like TikTok. That one is still kind of funny right now. Slowly, I'm, I'm trying, man. I ain't really got to the I'll be posting a few videos. I'm like, eh, we'll see. But yeah, but no, I, I, I get what you said. Yeah, but you know, it's, like, um, it's only if you only if you allow it to. Yeah. Like, exactly. like I always tell people, like, it's an addiction like anything else. It is. Addiction like anything else. But you it know, is. it's a is you know for all of the bad things I do say about it, I do want to say one good thing, and that's um. It's connected the world 100%. in a way we never really thought yeah. we could be connected. But the problem like, that is, especially in America, against people in the rest of the world, I know like China don't fuck with the internet at all. But like we once once we get a piece of something, we gotta just overindulge. 
So once it, once it, once the internet was dope at first, like with MySpace era, it was dope, cool. You can interact with people from all over the world, dope. Then we got to go to a whole other level of it, and now we're reaching out to celebrities and celebrities' lives everywhere, and now people all over the world becoming celebrities just for being on on the internet, and that shit just weird. And we just I think that's what really, that's what been, really kind of ran me off the first time a person had zero talent. Yeah. All they had was follow, and I'm and I'm not saying that getting followers isn't a talent because mm-hmm. it's a talent I will never sure, acquire. Right. I don't skill. care or not. It's definitely a skill. But you know, I just I didn't get it, and I went. But you know, it's not really for my generation to get. Like you know, I was fine when they gave me PlayStation. That was yeah. But even like even like a traps brand, like for like the way you build your brand. Like I don't ever get the idea that you're trying to be a celebrity off of it. It's like no, I'm trying to build my brand. Get my followers, and yeah, this is what I want to do. Like, it's, it's not necessarily about I want to. I, I want to be in the spotlight. It's not that for you. I don't feel like. No, I, I, I feel like. I feel like for people, that's what their goal is, and that just so, leads to false guys. If I'm being pretty honest with you right now. Yeah. The whole reason for why I'm on this, I can go. I can get off Instagram and never come back on again. I know you already you know. know what what like, easy. And never, <laughs> never ever. I delete the app. Everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So for me, while I'm on there, I'm literally on there for the struggle babies, bro. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Mother that came from where we came from mm-hmm. and didn't have that role model. They didn't have that that light and a dark tone. You know Somebody out there needs you for and sure. they just can't say, hey, I need you. Right. Because I remember um, back in maybe 20. Which you shouldn't do because he approachable. I remember back in like 2016, yeah. you had like, you had, you had something else going on. I think it was called Trap Speaks. Yeah, and, and you were like on your motivational talking shit, and like from that I can tell like, oh, this bro, bro mindset ain't even about. He don't care about what he can dip. Like he, he cool, but he, he wants to help out those who is stuck. And that's, yeah. that, that's, that's and what 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 do you think fuels that in, in you to do that? That's just my character, bro. That's that's, that's what got me in my heart. Like you always want to get back to me a little way back in the day. Always. Man, still do, I mean, like, I still do. That's the whole reason for me wanting to pursue the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I got to put it back on the spot. Yeah. And I, and I don't yeah. want to get overly personal, but like if we can cut this if you want to, like, uh-huh. but like I remember like back when we was at your crib all the time. Your moms had a had a daycare. Like that's like in your yeah. that's in you. Like, yeah. It's a like a, a full blown daycare. I go, Home for shop crib, we, we eat like a lunch or whatever. There's a bunch of kids around, like <laughs> parents picking them up. Like that shit, that's just that's dope. That's for sure uh, hereditary. I feel like. But you know what? And man, you done had a few Maywood talks before, Juice. But uh, one thing I did want to ask you, but I, I don't want to call it a gentrification, but you got to call a spade a spade. Like mm-hmm. I know you kind of see some of the gentrification in Maywood, and yeah, like. Yeah. As children of that city, like you know, I mean, could I have bought a house there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, North different North things, North but you know, like yeah, different things like that. But it's just by the time we got to be that age, so much of Maywood was given up. But back in the day, it really did used to be like Maywood always kind of been a little iffy. It was a community, always, always it been iffy. But it was definitely, but it was like it so, was a community though. Like you know, we all knew somebody mama, somebody auntie, somebody something. That little you know, ass town was the murder capital at one point. Yeah, you know what I'm it's like, but, it's but like, it was like, but it was it was a place you wanted to be. Everybody wanted to yeah, go there. Like, so <laughs> you know what's funny about it? Like I was having a conversation with my homies back in the day. I was like, bro, if you was if, back in the day, if you was from one part of Maywood. 
you don't cross that bridge to the other side of Mexico, bro, unless you know somebody. Like, it was that bad. Like, Garfield and Lexington used to get into all the time. Roosevelt and Garfield, like, it was that bad at one time. You know what I'm saying? But, like, what I realized, though, like, you know, when you go to the harbor, though, man, it was all love. 100%. That was the first time everybody. you see so many people from different gangs. And it's like, wait, y'all all friends? Run that by me again? And it's... But like, I look at like black communities. Shout out like, to Casamayo. Like, it's so many cool Casamayos. I look at black communities all over the country. And I, th- I think about like what y'all probably even saw overseas. Like, you know what I'm saying? After a while, politics get involved, but they put, they just push it out. You know what I'm saying? It happens. Time and time again, Brittany Green, we, we've seen it time and time again. So the, the government always going to find a way to, to take over if we want to take over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't, speak, I can't speak for him, but I know I done told y'all this many a times. I felt more comfortable and safer in Germany than I'll ever feel. Like, I felt even more accepted in Germany. Than I'll ever feel in America, and like, that's and that's just, and I love it here. I love it here. That's good. I but that. I really felt more, and like, even when I was fortunate enough to go skiing in Switzerland, and you know, that's being right. a black person, you know, you just really kind of get this feeling of oh, they probably ain't gonna like me there. Wrong. Is it? Is something wrong fundamentally in this country? I say this much I'm like because you know and I'm not saying African um people of African descent because in France they have a diaspora mm-hmm. over there in Italy they have a diaspora same thing in Australia I'm not saying that it's 100% great no I would still feel safer in those countries than I do in my own And, and the thing country. is, and I mean, I'm just taking, taking this left fast, but the thing <laughs> is, like, those countries don't have what America has is that the thing they try to avoid the most, and that's that slavery history. Mm-hmm. Like, so forever, no matter what, no matter what they say or do, that little that little oh. Mastercard, that's just in their hand. They, they, they use that Mastercard in the slightest ways. I thought about this the other day on uh, September 11th, and I take nothing away from that tragedy, those families or those people. But I go, now that September 11th happened, y'all can kiss anything about slavery goodbye. Uh-huh. Y'all might as well forget it because yeah. that's gonna be the that's forever the new biggest. You know, never forget September 11th. Y'all need to get over that shit with slavery. And you know what? I'm going to take it at face value, but I tell you what. If the if the aliens ever come, don't come look to the niggas for help, white people. We, we not going to help. Shit. We ain't going to help. You see we in the hood. You see That's why they wrote the Independence Day shit had the black man say to the world, man, Will Smith best sit his ass down. Hey, we going to take Will. He going back to Philly where he will be under guard by Kevin Hart. Exactly. Oh, That's what he did his ball for, right? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. But, like, what what for you building this brand and, like, you say you're on that social media? Talk about how, how do you feel about like, using social media as a, as a whole, like, even interacting. Like, cause you interact with your, your audience in person for the most part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have hands-on like, access to your, uh, to your supporters. So, talk about how do you, you feel comfortable on social media at all, for real? Absolutely, 100%. Because I know everything's authentic. Sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm fake grinding. 
then 99.9% <laughs> is like, every time I post something, I'm talking to myself first. I'm talking to you second. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference. Though. A lot of people out there posting it for clout mm-hmm. and shit like that and shares and shit. I, I'm not. I'm talking to you about some shit that I'm really talking to myself about. Because I want to learn from myself. I want to teach myself something. Sometimes it's nice to just document the day and time yeah. you wanted to speak your mind. And that's the one thing I do kind of miss about like Facebook uh, give me some memory. Man. And like every once in a while, Facebook I don't say a lot of smart things, but every once in a while, I drop an intelligent nugget and it's like Facebook will feed it back at me like, hey, remember when you was... <laughs> exactly. Three but, years ago, you said this, like, you that was the smart yeah. shit. Yeah. What, I've is, that part. what I've learned is how to treat social media like I treat my music. So if I don't see nothing I don't want to see. That's I've, it. That's I've, I've found a way to just unfollow shit. Like unfollow certain phrases. Like I don't want to hear nothing about Trump. Go ahead and block this from my Twitter feed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have people like complaining to me, like, yeah, you know, social media does this. I'm like, well, fucking unfollow them. On the real, why are you watching? Why the fuck are they on your feed? Why are you in the shade room? Why are you doing this? Like, you care that much about them that follow or that like or comment? That if it's like, have y'all seen? Have y'all seen the Netflix documentary? I know I made you watch it. It's called the Social Experiment. No, no, I ain't seen it. If you ever get a chance, watch that, and it talks about this. Like, we are all only human, and. These algorithms, these computers, and then it's rooms and rooms, as big as my house and yard, plus the whole block combined. It's just rooms full of these processors, and all they do is make educated guesses. So maybe you do try to unfollow, like, you know. I'll be the first one to admit on camera. I have a butt washing addiction. If they shake it, for real, if they shake it out, you know, if they shake it at thing, I gotta look at it. That's my head. I ain't I'm see like, that one coming. Oh, I, I have a butt washing I'm telling you, when Twerkalator came out, I'm like, ooh, I just know that see? video let see? me down. Perfect example. What is Twerkalator? What are you talking about? What the hell is that? My, my city girls. Come on, bro. All right. Y'all I've heard one like, city girl song my whole life. You know what? I'm. Kill all that noise. Well, that's what social media is. Yeah, but I remember, and I just crying. <laughs> but don't like, like, for, like for real, for real. Like I had to go. Like first, I had to get. Well, I got off of Facebook because just too much was happening. I seen way too many murders and tags on the back. But like with IG, the one that really ran me off. Like everybody was getting these BBLs, and it was just twerk video after twerk video after. And at first, I'm going, who are my friends with? But some of y'all, I didn't went to school with. Yeah. I didn't. Met from different walks, and I'm like, dang. Mention social work now. Well, mention the social media and shit that just came out of nowhere. It's in my words. It's weird. Man. It's perfect to ask you this question. Oh, how you shit. feel? How you feel about Jake <laughs> Paul and Logan Paul out here fighting, bro? I feel like they're gonna get knocked out soon. All these gonna happen. Like, like they okay. gonna win forever. So I'm, so I'm gonna put it like this. Like, so my homie Hollywood Handoff, he trained. He trains T. Willie. He trained both Paul brothers. So. It's business. Alright, because there ain't no way Willie really lost that fight, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's business. That day. shit look crazy. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, the full man would say the best. Yeah. Regardless of you know, regardless of you knowing the outcome, you know damn well you're not about to let Floyd Mayweather lose that fight. You nah, you gonna get that money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know he might get thirty mil. They still gonna get about seven to eight. For real. You know what I'm saying? I knew what it was. Was like, there's no day. decision for that fight. Oh, no decision. Yeah, so it was just ah, word. Honestly, I thought the Tyrone Woodley one was going to be. I, I didn't think it was going to be a murder because if you know was. anything about him, his whole problem in the UFC was he did too many submissions. 
I thought that one was gonna be an even. What I worried about was them two MMA and doing boxing. They smart for that try MMA. Well, with the clout that they gained, and though, because you know, it's so many it boxers, really and most boxers come from them tough backgrounds, yeah. and it's really kind of pissing them off. And it's like, even though it might be enough money to eat, you got to think about it. these are two Super sensations cool. who have just taken that whole world yeah, by storm. And I go, I still know why they're famous. They Look do. at what they've done so far. I don't know what they, what they do besides fight these people. I don't know where they came from. They just they, came out of nowhere for me. They just, they, <laughs> try, they honestly, they two beef meatheads who started working out. They kind of antagonized a few people. And the thing is, it only take one person to respond for you, to you, and you blew up. I'm about a dollar. Who the fuck is 50 Cent? That made me have to go figure out who the fuck 50 Cent was. <laughs> Hove told me. I wasn't just out here G-Unit crazy in the beginning, so I say that, but they gonna take, eventually they're going to take a real fight with a real boxer. They did. fought Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> I can't believe that shit just but not, No, I'm talking about somebody who's contending. Somebody, it's people who are contending. Yeah. And like I said, they look at it with malice when maybe they should just look at right it as a hater. They ain't going to fight older as Mike Tyson right now. I don't care what they tell me. I don't think nobody will fight older. <laughs> I'm saying because Roy Jones caught a few of them joints. I, I, know I, I know I said I would fight Triple H and all that. That's why I'm going to tell you I'm that. This nigga thinks he can beat Triple H, I'm bro. Yeah, what? <laughs> in, a, in, a in a real fight. fight. He thinks this. In a for real fight. I don't know, man. Hey, well, like I say, if y'all ever tweeted, get it up there. I won't double H bad, but this anyway, was another one you said. Hold on, I fight Tyson too, but if I fight Tyson, yeah. I need, I do, I need six swords, twelve pistols, because I see him knock buddy ass out on a hangover, and that there will look real. No, but bro, no, for real though, I, I'll take Triple H, for real. The, he not on the roids no more. Remember who he used to be, who he became in the WWE. He still looks a little beefy now. He ain't wrestling no more. You can take as many roids as you want to. Because the boy out here looking man, beefy, beefy. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. I ain't fighting this big man, <laughs> He's like 70. He's swollen as hell. He's 70. That man punches probably I like my eyes. If I could fight Triple H, I'm whooping Vince. Would you fight? Would you fight Shaq? Fuck no. Well, Shaq. I don't know. Shaq been looking kind of old lately, and I know Shaq got bad knees. Man, Shaq. <laughs> hey, y'all don't have to believe in me. Only one person got to believe in me, and that's hey, me. Hey, we believe in you. Y'all make, make if y'all make the fight happen. Don't bet on. That's all I ask. Don't bet on me. Don't bet on me. <laughs> I want all the odds to be against me because I'm going to place everything on me. And when I'm rich, I'm going to give y'all a little bit of remember, like, hey, remember that time y'all was like, I couldn't whoop Triple H? Man, we some people like Triple H. I mean, remember back in the day, Triple H used to always push like shit like Stack of Two and all that shit. What do you think about these like diet trends that go on nowadays or the fitness trends that go on nowadays? I think a lot of them are a bunch of bullshit, to be honest with you. That's just my honest opinion. The only diet that works is the one that works for you. Whatever is sustainable is the one that fucking works for you. You gotta I was gonna say you gotta make That's real it. life lifestyle changes. Exactly. And remember when I told you exactly. fasting the only reason it works for me was I do better eating all this of my food in a small eat. window. He would only eat between the hours of eleven AM No, seven PM and eleven PM. <laughs> that was it, but, right? Like, but for like was, months, it wasn't that no regular ass week. <laughs> 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 
But no, like, but that's the thing. I, I get, I get, so for my size, right now, like, even right now, I went back to faster. I get 2,200 calories in between 7 and 11. I eat one nice size meal. I go for a little walk just so my food could digest. Get me a little snack in. Then I eat my one big meal. I go to bed. I wake up. I got all kind of energy in the morning for all the. You should see me every morning. It was amazing. I play coffee brown after party, and I'm running down. And the crazy part is down the trail. It what's, worked. What's amazing about it is the fact that I know you and you a foodie. Like that's mm -hmm. the part that's like amazing. This nigga eats. I love food. I'm saying it's the fact that he can just cut that shit oh, off. Oh, I, like I eat. I eat. It's I cook. Going. But um, it's. How many days were you in the core when y'all had a layout or something stupid so you ain't had that time to get no lunch? All you had all you had on you, he, he can attest to you. Yeah, Zero six thirty, you start your day off, all you got is one of these, baby, and it ain't cold. That's it's it. hot. Yes. Yeah, we were in the it. desert. That's rough. It's if I could wait till 1700 to finally get me a home cooked meal, because I get you can only eat so much Subway and Popeyes and bullshit. So if I could wait till 1700, I really applied that discipline to my real life. I was like, remember when they didn't let you eat? Do that one more time, throw another hour or two on you, and I can't stress enough. Like, I like eating out, I like food, but when I have a cooked meal, Oh, yeah. You can't tell me I ain't making burritos better than Chipotle. I done seen me do it. But Chipotle is overrated, bro. Chipotle is a nasty man. That shit. But you know me. A popular place. But you know, like, I mean. I made mean, all of my favorites. Um, the first time they posted them 13 herbs and spices, I told the colonel goodbye. You made some egg rolls smack in. And I won't well, even pee in a McDonald's. Bro, bro, come on. You don't get me no invite. Y'all see how they get me. Hey, in my defense, I don't have your number because when I, when I got off of social media, I really did. I lost contact with so many people. And like I say, I just be out the way because I already, just like with Boo Wap, I already know my relationships with y'all ain't nothing finna change. I'm just pick up what we left on. Wait, hold on. Shout out to Boo Wap who made Hamptons. 40 under 40. 40 under 40. Yes, only, Shout out to my only, boy. Only 31. That man is a successful black man. And I promise you, he's he humble. He one of the nicest dudes out there. But the man educated and he worked his ass off. So shout out to Boo Up, man. Hey, and, um, and also. Y'all seen him on here. And, and going back to with Boo Up, and we all playing football together. So I remember, he talking about rugby. Like you, for you saying your first year of playing fo organized football was freshman year is amazing. Cause you was a dog on football side, like I you did was a little something. So, you know what I'm saying? Man, you know what I'm saying? Reggie Bush, <laughs> I was Wendell White. They broke us up. We was gonna get it going. Yeah, that was my. Yeah. Me, we had some good though. We had some niggas that could play ball on the team. I ain't, play, I ain't get to play on the Windy City Dolphins or none of the old part. Like every time it came, I played soccer. Remember? I was I did, telling you, I did Windy City Dolphins. That shit was. That shit I ain't get to play for none of them teams, and I just remember going. I remember him, it was like him, Dave, and maybe one or two other people. And I went, these niggas is so excited. Yeah, I'm cool, over here, yeah, cool, I was a, I was a big boy. Man. I was over there coughing up a lung, but I'm like, hey, as soon as I catch my breath, I'm back on good bullshit with y'all. But like, you was even like, 
talking about going for rugby, your ass was even going to go for the Bears, like, as of, what, three, four years ago, five years ago, maybe? Yeah, I had some talks with a couple people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That should have happened, bro. When you had the chance, but I don't even want to talk or dwell on it because the man and did so much. That McGovern can use some assistance on them in the backfield. I'm saying McGovern can use some assistance in the backfield. Yeah. I'm trying to go so he's going to be able to roll at any time. Yo, your leaping ability, though. That's why I want to talk to you. What's your vert, bro? The real, what is your vert? I don't know, man. This shit got to be a good... <laughs> don't more, but uh, one thing that I want to say is <laughs> when most people age, and I really do got to attest this to your face. Five, six dunking. When most, <laughs> most people age, they really can't jump. And it's not the jump. You can make the jump. It's that landing. Yeah, it's that landing that really take most people out of here. And I go, man, like the way you... You know, I'm just... I do regular box jumps. I call it a day. That's the job. But that's what kills D Rose. Cars, trucks, single bounds. D Rose the man so crazy. That's what killed this music for like. So I'm about to dive into that. So it's a science. Landing is a science. Oh shit. Landing is a science. Everything is a science. So when you land, it's called force absorption. You have to absorb that force. Mm. Probably about sixty to seventy percent of people that play the NBA land wrong. They just have no one leg. We can be the leg, it can be the angle, you know, it can be the force, the velocity. It just they haven't hit that one moment that's gonna take them to injure themselves. And when you put it all into one single point, you gotta remember you don't want all that impact to go straight through your ankle. You don't want all of that. Um, I give it to you. That's why I'm born an alien. For real, he's a freak. Like him, Giannis. Yeah, Giannis is super free. Giannis, he just started playing ball in the 18s and shit. That's, man, that's crazy. <laughs> that shit. Like, uh, Africa, right? Something like that. So, Africa, by the way, agrees. Because, you know, when the war broke out there, like I said, the, the spores be all over there. When the war broke out there, them people fled only to them countries. Uh, and, you know, all of these countries, like, hey, take y'all people back. And it's like, these people can't go back, you know? So, yeah, yeah. shout out to Giannis. And wait, all his brothers made it out. And then to the NBA, they got a little brother like or a little two, cousin like, two or something. Brothers in NBA. It's two, it's three brothers. So they got another one in college or some shit right crazy. now, and he about to be a monster. <laughs> Genetics, what? Man, so like, what? 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 What do you think about the uh, current Chicago Bears squad, man? What you thinking about this? Man, listen, man. What you thinking, man? They need to stop playing my man Justin Fields, man. They playing him crazy. Andy Dalton, bro. You know, at the end of the day, man, I'm not surprised, man. Think about all the black quarterbacks Chicago didn't have. You know, we call a spade a spade. It is what it is. Yeah. They don't want the franchise to be the face of a black man. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just I was out. surprised they drafted. I was surprised they traded I was for him. super surprised. I was I'm shocked. Oh, I don't wish nothing on Virginia McCaskey, but if she passed, don't look to me to be sad about it. Because I'm be like, that old slave owner ain't let us have a real black quarterback of five. You got to cut it, cut it. But I said what I said. Just like I said, the Queen of England is ugly. I stand behind no words, man. Yeah, y'all holler him about that. I ain't, I ain't got nothing to do with what he just said. No. <laughs> but no, I know I like no because like honestly, Virginia McCaskey, how long has she owned the bear? At least fifty years. Uh, how many black quarterbacks have you seen? Not a draft, sign, draft. Hold on, no, she, none. She don't own. She don't own on the Bears. Like, her daddy started the league down there. Yeah. George Allen's like that's that's different. We, George Justin Fields is the first drafted black black quarterback I've ever seen. They traded. Chris, Chris Leak was undrafted. Cordell Stewart was traded. 
And it was like one more, I think. They didn't even, they yeah. never let Chris Lee make it past the practice squad. And, I'm, and I knew he was lighting the ass up a practice squad because we used to watch it. Yeah. Do we have Vince Evans? I think it was Vince Evans. But yeah, yeah man. Yeah. He was traded, though. Yeah, he was traded. Like Washington, I think, but, like that. The fact that we drafted Mr. Trubisky over the side watch the Patrick Mahomes. So, like I said, like I said, I don't wish nothing down on the something. Like I would like to see the Bears owned by somebody else because just like that, like Don Imus with the Clippers, they really couldn't be that great team without a mindset change coming in. When the mindset of the owner changed, look at the Clippers organization now. We act the Lakers had to go spend the whole thing just to be able to compete with. The team across the hall. When the Bears get <laughs> when the Bears get new ownership or new management, maybe even some fresh blood pumped in there. Like I said, I'm not wishing nothing bad on her, but have enough humility to be like, "Hey, I've had this for 50 years and nothing. Maybe it's time for me to step up." I always feel like I'd be maybe if y'all was doing better with the podcast without me, I want to be man enough to be like, hey, let me step away. Let me work behind scenes. Let me do this, that, and the third. You the know, like, you got to be that person. I'm sure at this point, the fact they ain't so this, because I'm sure her kids probably want that shit. You know, I'm pretty sure that's why. Give it to them. Give it to yeah. them. If they start just Y'all deny <laughs> my man a chance for rookie of the year. It's only 16 games left, yeah, and the man yeah. only got one rushing touchdown and barely any passing yards. We need that's to help him. You can't change the culture until you change the mindset. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. That's a fact. I feel like that's, that's the, the whole NBA is so much. Like NBA, NFL, all of them have that kind of culture in it. Was like it feel kind of mastery. Yeah, because you know you're buying and selling people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's all sports is. You're buying and selling the best, right. the best man, they, built man, athletes you can get. Man, and I mean, like, I, I don't get it though. I don't see how you can drive an athlete and quarterback like Justin Fields and put him on the bench though. Facts. God, this is no, hold on. I, I see how you can put him behind the bench if you have Aaron Rodgers, uh, yeah, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Brady uh, uh, something like that. Mahomes, Pat, Pat Mahomes, you know man. We have Andy, Andy Dalton. fucking Dalton, and what's the other guy's name? Nick Foles. I forget he's on the team still. <laughs> hold on, they try to call him Super Bowl, Nick, Super Bowl winner Nick Foles. Nah, garbage ass Nick. Well, that, and that was because. What's that guy hurt? Was it Fence? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, my bad. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz got hurt. That's why he got in the game. On the real one, he, he went that was the right way to start it in. Wait, they act like he was the biggest difference maker. They had a whip. But you know what the crazy part is? And it's going to sound crazy to say this, but we look around the league. But we know if, the bad If Justin Fields was, was white, he'd be starting. Absolutely. Look at Jones. Matt Jones just stole Cam Newton's job in a blink of an eye. <laughs> like, no problem. <laughs> Question: do, how, Y'all, y'all don't think Cam Newton could it's, do you, better than Andy Dalton? By far, what? we can get Cam Newton for probably eight hundred and seventy thousand right now. Cam Newton yeah. played in the Super Bowl. Andy Dalton has not won a playoff game in his career. If y'all gonna, if y'all literally gonna make that man sit all year, please go get Cam. Cut, cut, fold. But I mean, go deeper. I mean, we can always bring this back up. But I mean. That nigga Cap still ain't touching T, bro. That nigga Kyler Cap nigga. Cap not coming back. Tebow just came back three times and been cut. Don't Tebow play tight end? He got cut. They cut him again. You know what I'm saying? Nigga came back. He played quarterback. (laughs) He played baseball. He came back as a tight end. That boy just gets all the chances. I don't even want to get into that one. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Why don't we shout out? God, if you're a white man, your ass get all the opportunities you want. Hold on. Why don't don't we shout out my boy Leangelo Bardo, who might get a second chance in the NBA? I hope we do. Do. Thanks to his brother, though. The one from UCLA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one who uh, yeah. had Still a little trouble. 
He had he had a little trouble. Yeah, that's all. He had a little hiccup. Yeah, yeah, we, we all had. We all had. We all had. You know, it's, it's a clip off from their Facebook show. They talking about like something he was eating in a China prison. It wasn't too bad. I, I actually invited me back. It was like to prison. He's like, hey man, like he kind of slow. Here's my thing, bro. This is my thing about people when people fuck up. I like that shit too much, bro. Y'all act like y'all ain't never fucked up. Just because yeah. theirs is publicized and yours was hidden and swept on the rug, bro. Don't sit here and bash this person, bro. I hate, I really hate that's them. Why, that's the why. Way, the way that they did my boy, y'all remember how they did Mike Vick. Oh, man. oh my They goodness. booed him. Like, they still do. Him, and they still, and I'm going. Roethlisberger still getting money. <laughs> Roethlisberger ain't missing me. The red <laughs> We all we all know what being Roethlisberger yeah. did, and we I go, yeah. yeah, facts. Mike, some dogs, and Mike was jail two years. Sat down federal time. He did. Sat down. They made him do that, and I went, and he still came back and played at an MVP caliber level. And I go, if y'all can't forgive that man, I already know y'all gonna condemn me for my sins. So let me not judge. No, and I went, Leandro Ball. I really felt bad for him because I go, black athletes. Get one chance to fuck up and the world be about ready to kill him. Y'all was ready to Y'all was ready to crucify a lot of people. They was ready to crucify Deshaun Watson and come to find out this has been this has been one of the longest investigations I've seen. Yeah. And y'all still don't want to clear the man name 100%. Y'all still want to treat him like he a crazy. Like, come on, man. That's the craziest story I've heard in a while. So dude. shout out Jello. Because if <laughs> Jello make it to the NBA, he gonna be, he's going to defy all of the odds. Because LeVar already said it. I'm going to have three sons in the NBA. One went to the Lakers. LaMelo looked like he might be the new face of the Hornets. I, I think it's true because he lives next door oh, to Michael Jordan. Definitely the face of the Hornets. He's 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 the new face of the Hornets. And um, if your brother get on the either, I take Jello on the Bulls. I'll definitely take him on the Bulls. He killed in the um thing. We we these Bulls gonna do this shit, uh, Chuck? Why you got you here, man? We the Bulls gonna do this shit. This is Bulls and Bears predictions from you, man. You've been a hometown dude for a minute. I'm still a hometown dude. <laughs> always, I'm always gonna be a Chicago. I was gonna say, ain't too many of us left. This is gonna be like, hey, I'm forever home team. Right, we playing. I'm always like, Bears, my team, man. <laughs> man. You know, I grew up in the Devin Hester area. Man, facts. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's a youth for the big. Anthony you know what I'm saying? Right in the last three years. Hold on, hold on. Moose and Muhammad came and revived his career. Yeah, Cedric Benson, Thomas Jones. Man, R.P. Cedric Benson, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. But no, But how you think they going to fare out? I'd be happy if the Bears win nine, ten games. I'd be hella happy with 9-10. I'd be happy with 9-10. Realistically speaking, maybe he probably gonna get 7-8. If he gets 7-8, man, now you better get the bro. He better get the mark. He better get fired the second they get 7-8. Realistically, and I don't wanna I don't wanna throw numbers, but I'm gonna give you a over under. It'll be over five, but it's probably gonna be under nine. <sighs> That hurt my heart. That oh, hurt. Yeah, that's that hurt my heart. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, but honestly, because I'm not looking at our players. I'm looking strictly at Matt Nagy. Honestly, at this point, I really don't think Matt Nagy have good control in that locker room. I don't think he had a control in the locker room. He think he does. I'm and then you, number I'm two, two I don't think now. he got a plan for any of these. I'm gonna tell you when he lost it because Matt Nagy, he had a great first year. Yeah. yeah. After that, after that uh, kicker missed the two. Field goals. He had Eddie Panero. He had he had Mars out there kicking from the same spot for the whole summer. But all the lost his mind. Why well, know, <laughs> man? 
My thoughts and prayers are with Panera. I don't know if he got death threats. Oh, no, missed like, like 10 field goals the whole season. That was nuts. Oh, like four in one game. You know he had, come on, if they did a death threat over that dude who stole that Cubs fish, oh, you know yeah. they was ready to kill him. Oh, hey. I'm like, bro, like, you not going to go for two? Why you going to keep the special kick? Especially when that team went to win the Super Bowl, like, we could have been done. Like, that team won, won the Super Bowl. This, this is my problem with Chicago You didn't want to pay Robbie Gold. So oh my God! You want to pay Robbie Gold? I forgot that won. was the reason. Oh, yeah. Robbie Gold, who won most of the games for us the previous season. That's crazy. I forgot about told. the fact that Robbie Gold was just that's how he got there. Yeah. Wait, you know what I just thought about? To Chris Lee. Yeah. We could have played him when we had Rex Grossman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. We've had some terrible football like, years. Like Justin that's why Fields I is our only you, hope. You think about the Bears. The brother is our only hope. You think about the Bears quarterback, bro. Our best quarterback ever, Super Bowl included, is Jay Cutler. That's horrible, bro. I mean, he wasn't that bad. I that's like, horrible, I Jay Cutler. That is horrible. Let's not forget about the '85 Bears now. Jimmy Man wasn't But he wasn't no quarterback. That defense was that whole And the ball to Walter. And let the defense work. Okay, 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 get the ball to Walter, let the defense work. Let the defense work. I can't yeah, tell you a receiver on the Bears from the 85, 85 Bears. They had receivers back then? Exactly. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When the Bears on the Bears on the Bears roster. I can't believe a Bears receiver from the 80s. Honestly, that's why I go. It made me mad that they won't play um, Allen Robinson. Y'all won't pay that man, and he might be the best receiver you I've seen here. No, because he's black. They That's they why I know. They Brandon Marshall. They didn't pay outside. Tra- 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 Not yet. No, tra- no, they just won't pay him. He said no. They just won't pay him. How the fuck you not? How, how can you not pay your leading receiver yardage? Because it's cheaper to franchise tag him. The same reason I shot Jeff. You got Super Bowl, and we don't. Yep. <laughs> the same reason. My man left the following year. Philadelphia, right? Yeah. yeah. He was like, same. are y'all serious? Y'all not gonna pay me? <laughs> like what? We went and like you say, we went and Brandon, Brandon Marshall and Jay Cutler were there. I ain't gonna say they were brilliant, Martellus but they were Bennett, dynamic to watch. They were deadly. We had they Cutler, Marshall, Martellus Bennett, Forte, yeah. nigga, outside jump. We had a the offense was stacked. Defense. Was, and, was still there. Like, oh, and honestly, man. I could hear somebody in the Bears front office going, man, yeah. get a nigga 10 but guess million what? and we all take it to him. As that roster was, who, who would give us his coach? Some nigga from Canada? Like, oh, that's, yeah. that's the coach we get. I'm like, are y'all serious? We like, the Canadians don't even take the CFL seriously. So how the fuck we supposed to take it seriously? Nigga coach Rich Gannon back in 2002. Like, fuck with Rich Gannon, man. And hey, wait, we gotta ask them a, a, up at True North Views. Like, do y'all take Canadian football serious? They don't. They don't take that shit. They watch rugby. They watch that. Kind of, they don't watch. Yeah, what's going on? They fuck rugby. They don't. They watch. They ain't watching. They ain't watching football in Canada, man. They watching the Raptors. Just like the American Lacrosse League. Y'all didn't even know it was a pro league for lacrosse, did you? I found out over I the summer. Know that. I didn't know that. Nobody, because don't nobody here take it serious, but other leagues might be taken serious. The cross would be one of the sports that you can never watch. That's like up there as a sport I can never, I can never watch. It's like watching Man, footage or some shit. You might look up, our boy might be in the Olympics. We're doing that next. This nigga might pull it. You ain't lying. I guess if, right. if you want to start a lacrosse team, I don't know a lot about it, but I'm good with a stick. <laughs> good with a stick. Man. So, what, before we get you out of here, I got to ask like, a few more questions. So, yeah. First one. What's the most challenging thing you've done? Like, damn, I really pulled that shit off. And you feel like, you feel super happy you pulled that shit off. You've been doing some wild ass stunts and some wild ass, like, 
Vincent. Yeah. Did you do a Tough Mudder yet? I want to say I, I feel the, like I did you did a Tough Mudder. The first annual yeah. Tough Mudder X. Like Tech Tough Mudder X. Like, it's yeah. way different. Like, we got the top athletes from like top, top obstacle course athletes in the nation. In the country, yeah. And motherfuckers is different. Because one of the dudes who won a CrossFit competition, he was like, he yeah. couldn't even finish that thing. He was like, he was like, he was like, he was that uh, American Ninja Warrior and the, definitely Netflix joint for sure. Netflix joint, yeah, like those those are my two biggest accomplishments that I. Man, I couldn't get off of work quick enough. I was like, shut up, go on Netflix, yeah, right and I, that's the only episode I'm like, hey, to it. right to it. Yeah, but man, definitely those two though for sure. It's definitely dope seeing your ass do that shit. So like, like the obstacles, like I couldn't do that shit. Like Wipeout, remember that shit? Wipeout, I couldn't do that shit. But seeing your ass do <laughs> American Ninja Warrior, like it's like ah oh, shit, and the Netflix shit, like. That shit ill. Like, what kind of training do you do? Is that, is that just your natural training, or do you step it up a notch for them kind of events? Nah, it's, it's really, it's really natural to be honest with you. Outside of, so those are two different shows as far as like athletic wise. Right. Um, Ninja Warrior is more balanced and upper body based. The Ultimate Beastmaster on Netflix is more of you know being an agile, athletic ability, jumping ability, and shit like that. Word. With a little bit of it's got a mental challenge to it too, because like yeah. it seemed like you know yeah. y'all had to it's make like, split, like quicker decisions, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sure. it's like a puzzle there, man. Yeah, that's Definitely. how. I, they need to bring that bitch back. Yeah, I, I don't know. I looked up uh, probably a couple months ago. They said production was on pause and stuff like that. So, COVID for COVID stuff. Yeah. So maybe, maybe how, 2022. How has COVID um, affected your interactions as far as like gym classes or what, anything like that? Is it social done at all? hundred percent for sure. Like, yeah, for real. So this is my thing about the whole COVID thing. I can say this truthfully. Outside of me losing my father in 2020, COVID Mercy was not. Peace, appreciate bro. that. Appreciate that. COVID wasn't that bad, bro. Right. It sucked because obviously people died. People mm -hmm. lost jobs and oh, shit, shit like that. But I had been through so much worse. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about being broke. I got been broke. I was oh, born shit. broke. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? I, didn't, I wasn't born with money. You know, we weren't, we weren't born with shit. So it was like, okay, I'm just going to adjust, adapt, and do what I got to do for, for this time. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, shit. COVID was almost a blessing for me because I really kind of needed a chance to slow down yeah. and just take a minute and breathe. I was running so fast so far so ragged with just everything i had going on with my life but i think that is the only part that sucks is like losing people to it that's when it kind of hit me like okay go away now because at first like being that y'all know how empty the stores were Man. like i like this i like to shop in peace without people like yeah, the stores there's no, no, no traffic and anytime somebody uh, get close to me <laughs> Motherfuckers will go the other way. Like, oh, he got it. Like, no, nah, I just got to get these. Like, damn, he got the beard. He got the beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah, like, and talk about, like, like, like fitness, like, the, um, what's the one, the new hot one, the hip, the hip, hip workouts? Like, what, what are those until? Do you recommend those? The hip workouts? Absolutely. I love yeah, hip workouts, you know. It's sure. just a, a How about hip, hip versus CrossFit? What's the biggest differences and what's the, mm. what do you, which one do you recommend? Crop. CrossFit is almost a brand. CrossFit is a brand. CrossFit, and that, that's really what it right. came down to. Like, mm -hmm. CrossFit is nothing but a brand that gives you a whole bunch of exercises back-to-back -back with short respites. 
hit, which is high, it's high interval, high intensity interval trainer. It was like the full one that I had uh, seen before, but yeah, just that high intensity trainer. That's just the one, and it's really what people really should be doing. To me, go in the gym, get done what you need to get done. Move out of other people's way. Stop taking selfies and doing all that extra <laughs> shit. And, and you're a damn that for real. Like, honestly, if people stop all the bullshit, they're damn near being the head workout. But people are finished. Three reps on the bench. Then it's all right. Will you move so I can live, nigga? <laughs> so, uh, I mean, a lot of people got a lot of bad things to say about CrossFit. I like it. Because there are a lot of box gyms out there that aren't mm -hmm. good. Okay. So they get a bad rap because of that, though. Me personally, CrossFit is for everybody. If you go to the right gym, the mm -hmm. right gym, the right coach, the right, per the right programming, you'll be fine. So, I, ah, man, it's hard to say one or the other, man. I, I love both, to be honest with you. Right, right. I, I love both. And a good workout regimen, though, keep switching it up. Like, if I, I can only do CrossFit for like a couple months at a time, it's just not, that's not the fun one for me. I like to, like, I am the person, I do like the, like, if ain't nobody in the gym, I just like to stay in there all day, because I ain't got nothing better to do than, <laughs> not, like, honestly, I don't have nothing better to do than being there, working on my body, yeah. and then, like, more importantly, like, sometimes I really, uh, right now, I was just telling you upstairs, like, I'm really trying to get into learning and perfecting my form, you know, I got decent enough form, or I learned good enough form. But you can always be better, and I think yeah, I think that's the main thing. But like cross, you CrossFit uh, every. I tell you what, you might think you in decent shape. Try CrossFit one time, see won't that shit break you off something proper. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> I, I sure. agree with that one for sure. Man, that's how. And so how many workout? How many different workouts you think you go through in a week or a month? Uh, truthfully, it depends on where I'm at within that that month. So right now I'm in rugby, I'm at 15 is rugby season right now. So my workouts have actually decreased as far as a weightlifting perspective. So I still been working out, but I've been doing more mobility, explosive, dumbbell work. Okay. You know, because you can't train like that during the rugby season. Your body's gonna break down. And me being 31, I need to hold on to every bit, <laughs> every bit I got. Definitely, man. definitely getting up, getting up hey. there slowly and surely. Jeez. You know <laughs> Years ain't stopping, man. And uh, before we get you out of here, I'm saying, talk about sports a little bit, talk about a lot of fun shit. You know me, I love music, talk about music all the time. I gotta know, like, especially you being in the gym doing what you do. You be, you be working now, you, I be hearing the RB playing, like, all right, all right, Travis, I hear you. So, so what, what you be in there, what you be in there working out to? Man, listen, we kicking the dough, waving the full fold. Yeah, <laughs> like, I ain't gonna lie to you, we, we getting right to it. Like, that's, that's just my, that's my personality in the gym. You know, I, I like to be turned up. I like to be crunk. Like it's energy, man. That's what that's what feeds everything that I do. Energy, yo. Yeah, that's dope. You know, and obviously we know music plays a huge role in producing energy, right. whether it be high, low, mellow, and you're saying no matter what it is, though. You just got to try my signature R&B cardio, and that's when you get like ten to twelve of the saddest songs you know. <laughs> I swear to God, God, bro. That, I no, I promise you, this is. It's comforting. It's <laughs> comforting. You gotta see Jay when he in his mode when he working out and puts on that uh the coffee brown joint. That's what he Yo, gets charged up. Because R and B cardio is the way to go. Like whatever feelings people be having feelings that they carrying around and walking around with, they don't even have no known. 
when you put them sad songs on, you be listening to them, and most people go, you can't run the sad music. Yes, you can, because yeah, yeah, yeah. your mind starts thinking like, hey, am I worried about anything? Am I troubled about anything? Do I feel it? Because when, when you listen to the sad music, you can't help but think of sad shit. But if you're not a sad person, you're just going to be on your run. But if you're a little sad, you know, you might have to stop like one or two away. Yeah, get yeah. right back on to your run. Do y'all think that music distracts from physical exhaustion or is it help as far as over, overcome? What's, what's one would you, how would you word that? Does it distract or does you say it over, helps you overcome more? I think both actually. For sure. Depending on the person. For me, I put on music. I'm not I'm not ever thinking about the physical pain. Like it, right. it's never like a, a second professor. That's just fun for you. Like, it, like, <laughs> like, I, I don't think about it. No matter what it is. But uh it, it definitely helps pe- some people like push through. For sure. You know, some people need that, you know. So I always tell people like, hey, whatever you need to do to get through this workout, this exercise, you do what you gotta do. I look forward to actually waking up sort of next day. A lot of people say like it's crazy, but like every once in a while, like I just get a kind of certain soreness where I go, oh, I can't do shit but walk and then get a hot bath. You see, I got my little foam roller, both my yoga mat. It's just, it's, it's one of the best things to me, but it's like, and I think it really comes from, it's the reward that I get from, hey, I put in an honest, hard day's work in the gym. Like, you know, like, I don't, I don't need the world to pat me on the back because I promise y'all, I'll be walking around. Good job, man. Good job, man. And every time I get super sore, I'll be like, oh, man, look at you in the gym cutting up again. You trying to be cool, huh? Like, but it's, it's, it's just it's such a great rewarding feeling. Like, I be, I be saying the craziest, like, I, like, I don't know how the rest of the world get through their day. I just be talking all kind of funny shit to myself, but that be yeah. one of the ones, like, when I promise you my arms are so sore from the other day. Ooh, shoot, what's that, Tuesday? From Tuesday. Well, that was yesterday. My arms are so fucking sore from yesterday. When I woke up this morning, I was trying to get up like this. I'm like, all right, well, we'll be using our legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's real. That's rewarding, no, though, man. But, man, I appreciate you, number one, coming out. Oh, come on, man. Look, look, now, before, before we get out of here, because like, you kind of dies the music a little bit. I didn't know you listen oh, yeah. to it. I didn't know who you, I hear Griselda in the background time and time. And who you be listening to uh, for the most part, either working out or not working out? So, so like a lot of you don't know, like when I'm about to work out, bro, it's a process. Okay. Like first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to turn on like either like some Eric Thomas, some Inky Johnson. I like something like inspirational. Right. I don't like the word motivation. I like Inky. You know, so I turn it on, I let that get into my blood. Mm, I'm so sitting weird. there, I walk in. This is usually after I did my yoga, after my meditation. You know, I put that on. After that, if I got pre-workout, I get it. If I don't, fuck it. It don't really matter because I don't need it anyway. Sure. But uh, I usually go with, you know, got to go with Lil Dirt, King Von. Uh, Dirt definitely got it right you now. You know what I'm saying? I do, I do grind the mellow. Sometimes. Shout out to Memphis. Saba. Saba is Man, R.P. Squeak for sure. Yeah, like, rest in peace and then for some reason, they go from there. They go right to DMX. <laughs> Lots. Jada Kiss. Hove. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dipset. Jewels. The old rivals. Man, man, from there, jump down to <laughs> oh, the South. Oh, definitely a one. Oh, Look, oh, definitely. Come on, man. Yep. For sure. Then it goes to the South. 
uh, you know what I'm saying, you know, Lil Baby, the Baby, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. and go to the West Coast. Like, it just really epitomized my attitude, yeah. like, my, the movie yeah, yeah. I'm in that, that moment. Tell me. Like, if, if I don't New York Drill, you missing out, Juice. That's that's one way. New York Drill, I'm kind of sleep on still, and I'm sleep on uh, Detroit niggas. I'll be hearing it. Oh, he, oh man, Sada baby. Yeah, oh yeah, he he be oh, going crazy. Sure. He put me on like in my, in my, two, in, uh, forty-two Doug. Scuba yeah. Steve, fuck you, me. Scuba <laughs> Steve, forty-two Doug, my homie uh, Lloyd, baby. He, you I got into him. Yeah, for sure. Like, I fuck with like Detroit. I fuck with like Bodie James, but I ain't mm-hmm. getting to I ain't getting to the Sada baby uh, side. Yeah, I'm gonna tell him to tap in. I'll be I'll be giving them hard times, but you really gotta go like Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland, St. Louis. We should all kind of have that. We them like middle city, that the mid city connections, you know, and we really mid east more than I don't know how they determine what the hell the Midwest is, but we really that we that we that mid east, you know. All of them cities are so similar to me. So like I like yeah. Well, I don't know a lot of Cleveland music right now, but I know Kid Cudi came from there, I believe. So, so I, I know that. We know that. We know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ESTG, yeah. though, man, that's my dog right now. Like, ESTG, ESTG I'm so like, hey. Yo, I just heard, like, one of his Jones, and I'm like, yo. Wow, he lied. Yeah. I, I got to see the whole project. I'm just getting tapped into Polo G. And, like, and, um, it's oh, yeah, Polo G? Big, big E or Big Big G, something, something like that. He out there too. It's like, all right, this nigga decent. It's a few. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting into the, to the drill world. I'm trying. It's, to it's so, it's so many people out though. Yeah, you know, there's so it's much music out. It's like going back to social media. Like, it just opens the world for everyone to get in, and it's, it's dope to a certain, to, on a certain side. But it's we can see on the other side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, before we get you out of here, I gotta like tell everyone where they can find you, where they can follow, where they can sign up for training day, and all that good information, bro. Your dad is done. Training day. That shit sounds good. Training day. That shit sounds good. I need to go with the King Kong. You got shit on me. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is just. They sound good. Yeah, training day. Yeah, bro. Definitely find me on Instagram at traps6 underscore. That's at traps, the number six underscore. And of course, my website, www.trainingdayperformance.com. Man, that's. That's it, man. I hey, appreciate you, brother. Your, your story, time, your story is incredible, man. What, your story what, is incredible. Your message is incredible. And your grind is like, yo, next level, man. It's motivational, to say the least. For sure. Greatest compliments anybody can ever man, give. Man, for real, man. Love to the family. Love to you, man. Always, appreciate man. Appreciate it, man. Uh, Jay, you, uh, you, follow, you, get, you get followed any West Side? I know you're uh, on social media. Still, I, I really ain't been posting because I want to leave my last post on Twitter, but I'm still at the Creole Joe. On Twitter, um, I might put my TikTok out there one day, but sure. y'all don't get that kind of inclusion in my life. Follow the pod on Instagram at Good in the Hood Pod. I'm on Instagram at Juice in the Hood. Twitter at Juice in All Hoods Pod. Good in All Hoods. Hey, and I'm going to start logging in on the Good in the Hood pages. Oh, yeah. So if you see it from Jay, that's me actually yeah, replying to that. some of y'all because you know I want to interact with more people out there. That's all. I like that. I like that idea a lot. And also, man, go to the website, get the merch, man. Goodandallhoods.com, man. Until next time, stay good and all hoods. Peace.